Hey, it's me, Marissa Pacelli, aka Gwen Savage, my alter ego. I'm a life coach, personal growth enthusiast, and host of Life Could Be a Dream, the podcast for women who want to take their lives to the next level. No more excuses and no more obligations getting in the way of your dream life. So if you're ready, then follow me into the land of dreams. So if you guys can hear the birds chirping in the background, I think that that's actually pretty powerful for what I wanted to talk about today. Because what I want to talk about is the power of just living. Getting rid of the hustle, the grind, the stigma around trying to be productive. Right? If you're a busy person or you have a lot of things going on in your life, I'm positive that you're constantly worrying and thinking about, well, how can I make my day more productive? How can I do more things in a shorter amount of time so that I have more time? And so what I want to talk about today is literally doing the opposite. I have never felt like I had more time than when I just give myself a a break and the space to just be in the moment and to just do whatever feels right instead of worrying about whether it's productive or not or adding more things to my life. Here's a perfect example. I oftentimes have tried to be productive so that I try to multitask. I'll do one thing while I'm doing something else. If I'm driving somewhere, I'll listen to a podcast. If I'm going for a walk, I'll listen to an audiobook. I'm constantly trying to do more things in a shorter amount of time. But what does it result in? Does it really result in me being more productive, more happy, more loving? No, it results in me being more anxious and being in a rush and missing the little things. So that means not being grateful for the things that are around me. And if you know anything about the law of attraction and about manifestation, you know that you cannot manifest anything in your life. You cannot have more in your life if you're not already feeling grateful for the things that you have. So what productivity actually does and multitasking actually does is it puts you into a state of lack mentality. So if you wonder why, well, why am I not manifesting things? Why are good things not happening to me? Take a look at your mind throughout the day. Are you constantly worried, constantly trying, constantly hustling and rushing around? You know that saying, stop and smell the roses? (laughs) I think that saying is underrated. Do you know how many times I will be anxious doing something that, that I think is productive, multitasking, driving around, listening to a podcast, and I have to tell myself, okay, just stop. I turn everything off. I even did it today. I turned my podcast off. I turned my radio off. I rolled my window down and I just started to breathe. And I was listening to the birds chirping while I was driving. I was listening to the beeping of the horns of the people in the city that I was driving in. I was watching. I was observing. I was actually paying attention while driving for the first time in a very long time. 
And now I'm a very responsible driver. I pay attention, but do you ever notice like sometimes you're just in autopilot, like you just end up at your destination and you think back to like, holy shit, I don't remember how I got here. Like I don't consciously remember how I got here. That doesn't mean you blacked out. It's something very normal, especially if you drive to a certain place every single day. What happens is you've conditioned yourself so that way your subconscious mind could take over. Now, your conscious mind would still be paying attention. God forbid somebody, you know, swerved in front of you. It would take effect. But what I'm saying is to be intentionally conscious while you're doing these daily activities of driving to the same place that you drive to every single day and picking up on new things and appreciating the little things and listening to the birds and smelling the air and taking deep breaths. Because I know everyone's breathing, but are you really taking deep breaths? Are you really filling your body with energy intentionally? And so something that I noticed, this came up for me this weekend going into today because I had fallen out of my meditation routine. Now, I have a monthly subscription group of awesome women who I have been inspiring to start meditating and being more intentional with their lives, but I'm a human being too. And so this weekend specifically, I fell out of the habit because I had new things going on I had new things going on that kind of distracted me from my daily tasks, right? It was Father's Day weekend. I had a couple of things to do on Saturday, and I also started driving Lyft, so I've been super excited to like get up and go meet new people early in the morning on their commute to work so I can get to know more people, so I can talk to more people, so I can do something fun and interactive to make a little extra money, right? So I can pay for the little things such as getting takeout and all of those fun things that we normally don't appreciate. And so through doing that, I kind of forgot how powerful meditation was. And so come today, come Monday, I mean, really, I noticed it as early as Sunday morning on Father's Day, possibly because I hadn't meditated and I did also drink boxed wine on Saturday, that come Sunday morning, I just felt exhausted. I felt tired. I felt like a bus hit me and I did not even wake up early like I normally would. So all of Father's Day goes by, right? I don't meditate because I'm like, oh, I'm too tired. I'll just fall asleep. I won't be conscious enough to really listen to it. All of the excuses came in. So come this morning, I overslept. I had to go run do something really quick this morning and I was in a total rush. And since then, I've been in this vibration of like, go, 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 rush, do, do, do. And I started to drive lift and I was like feeling this resistance. I got one ride and then I was just driving around in circles and I was listening to a podcast to try to be productive and... I just felt anxious. I felt uncomfortable in my own skin at that point. And I was like, what is going on? Okay. And that's when I turned everything off and listened to the birds and listened to the people and the noises and was breathing and was trying to be intentionally conscious. And it hit me. This isn't what I'm supposed to be doing right now. 
I'm not supposed to be driving around, quote unquote, trying to make money or trying to meet new people. Had I meditated, had I listened to love instead of fear, I would have known that that is not what I'm supposed to be doing today. And if it was, maybe if I had meditated, it would have been. But because I didn't meditate and I didn't get myself into this space of love, and not saying that you have to meditate, but if you aren't conscious and intentional with your consciousness, these things can creep in. You can feel like you're in a rush and you can feel like it would be more productive to do more things in a smaller amount of time. But at the end of the day, when you do that, do you feel like you had a lot of time that day? I doubt it because anytime I've crammed a bunch of things into a smaller period of time, even if I did get things done, I don't feel productive. I feel stressed out. I feel drained. I feel rushed. I feel exhausted. Now, the days where I wake up and I just allow myself to choose from love and I allow myself to meditate and I allow myself to do what I feel like I want to do, whatever's pleasurable, whatever feels good, whatever I feel like I am supposed to be doing at that moment through love instead of fear. There's a difference because when there's fear, it's like anxiety. It's like your heart is beating, you feel rushed, you feel like you have to hustle and you hear the words have to and should. I have to, I should, I should, I should, I have to. I can't do this. I wish I could do this. I wish I could have this. Those are all words of the language of fear. So what love sounds like and what it feels like to just live are different words. It sounds like, oh, I want to do this right now. Oh, you know what would be really cool? Doing this right now. And not to say that like you have to just do one thing at a time, that you can't be productive. But when it's meant to be, it will just come to you. You will just, you don't have to try so hard. You don't have to think so hard. You don't have to strategize so hard. It just comes to you. You're like, so specifically, this happened for me the other day on Saturday when I was still feeling good. I was doing lift later at night um, because I wanted to earn a little extra money for Father's Day to be able to do some fun things. And so... I was driving and I ended up driving to Hamden. Now, I was going to go to Branford in my area. So I was going to go to one town in my area to go to Coles. And then I didn't feel like, oh, I should do that. I should, 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 should. I was just like, oh, that would be cool. I, I want to do that. And then I got a ride out to Hamden. And I was like, oh, okay. But if my fear had set in, I would have been like, mm, no, I can't do that right now because I should be going to Branford. Like I should be going to Coles right now. But I didn't let it. So then I went to Hamden and I was like, oh my goodness, I'm in Hamden. There is a Kohl's in Hamden. I'll just go now. Also, I had to go to the bathroom. It's like perfect place to go to the bathroom. That isn't like a nasty Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Only downside to driving Lyft or Uber is like you have to go to the bathroom in public places unless you want to keep driving home every now and then. Um. But so what I ended up doing was I stopped at Kohl's and it was just, it just ended up being perfect. I got what I had to get. I ended up leaving, just put my lift location on, wasn't having any excess potential or stress around, you know, trying or having to pick somebody up to make money to go out on my way back. And sure enough, on my way back home, I picked somebody up who was going my way. And that's just one example of what happens 
when you don't try or hustle or strategize about things. It just happens naturally. You listen to love and love guides you to the best possible outcome. You don't have to stress. You don't have to love. I mean, you don't have to um, stress and you don't have to hustle. You just get to be. You just get to do. And then the next great idea just pops into your head. You don't need to map it all out ahead of time. In fact, when you do that, when you stress out about like, oh, I should do this and then I have to do this, what ends up happening is you just are blindsided um, by all of these things and you miss the signs of like what you really should be doing. So where this whole idea came from for me was about two weeks ago when I did a different type of guided meditation than I ever had before. It's this guy, he's a YouTuber, his name is Aaron Doty, Aaron D-O-U-G-H-T-Y, and he has a bunch of videos. He actually puts them out daily about spirituality, about meditation, uh, about law of attraction and manifestation, and I just kind of fell into one of his videos. So when I was looking for a guided meditation, I was like, well, you know, he's been talking a lot about his, so let me try it. I tried it and this was literally the only guided meditation that didn't actually make me anxious or like freak out or hypersensitive or paranoid. And I actually ended up having an outer body experience when I did this meditation. And so what he did was he had you walk you through this actual like physical visualization. And by physical visualization, I mean, he has you like walking, he has you doing things with your physical body via visualization. And so it was really easy to focus on it um, because it's different from a lot of meditations that are just like, visualize a light glowing in your heart and just visualize the light getting bigger and bigger. Like those are great if you can focus on those, but I think because of me and like some type of ADD anxiety crap that goes on inside of my head, I can't focus on that. So this meditation is super easy to focus on. All of his meditations are really fun and easy like this. Um, But what he ended up doing is he ended up having you meet your higher self after getting into a high vibration and then speaking to her or him and asking what you need to know. So after I got myself into this high vibration where I was literally vibrating myself, like I was shaking in a good way, like not in like an exorcism (laughs) type of way, but like I just felt the vibration. So it just like kind of felt like I was turned on, um, just like a high vibe mode. And so what I ended up doing was I, I asked my higher self what it was that I needed to know. And she literally had very short answers for me, but they were very straightforward. And she said, you have never fully trusted in me. Just trust me. And so I was like, whoa, okay, okay, just trust, okay? And then he had you walk you through something else. And then like, as you're what he would call like saying goodbye to your higher self, you ask one more thing and you just say, you know, what else? Is there anything else that I need to know? And when I asked this, she said, and by she, I mean like my higher self. So that could be anything that you believe in. That could be God. That could be the universe. That could just be your higher consciousness, like something greater than you as a human being, something more energetic and in the universe's 
energy and spirituality, something maybe even religious, what if it is God, whatever it is that you believe in, that's what that voice is. That's who's speaking to you. And so I just call it my higher self. I do believe that it is the universe channeling down into me. Um, but I asked again, you know, is there anything else that I need to know? And she then said, just live, just love. And I got the chills and it was just such a strong experience for me that when I got out of it, a lot of things cleared up for me. Before that, I was very focused on my business. I was online because I had just really gotten into working from home full time. My daughter, you know, for the first time in having her kidney condition was able to go back to school because she was finally healthy enough and I finally had this free time where I thought would be awesome to stay home, to put in the work, to be successful, even more successful in my coaching business and then this meditation happened and I stopped creating this should crap for myself and it was just like after that meditation I didn't even have to think about it. So because I was being intentional to do the meditation and because I was like tapping into that higher self, the next day and the next couple of days and the next week, I didn't have to fight with that fear. I wasn't like, oh, but I should, but I shouldn't, but, it, you know, I got to do things from love. And it just started happening for me. I started hanging out with an older friend. I started having more fun in my life. Like we were doing fun things. I was laughing all the time. I wasn't on social media like for a whole week. I was just not really posting, um, not intentionally anyway, not like I normally would. I would normally post a piece of content every single day. Um, but something beautiful happened. I noticed I wasn't in a funk at all. I was just like thriving on life and I had a referral. Somebody referred a client to me who wasn't even my own client. I actually don't even know, you know, what she knew about me or why she referred me, but she referred somebody to me and this woman had two choices. She had two coaches that she had talked to. We hopped on the phone and when she finally decided, you know, who she wanted to go with, she chose to work with me. And so it's not even like, you know, I left my business to just die and then, you know, I'm just like having fun. No, so many more opportunities opened up for me. I started to do Lyft, which has created so much experience in my life of just seeing the area that I live in for the first time in such a different way. I no longer go to Barnes and Noble and go directly to the self-help section. I was actually, you know, looking around for new hobbies, new things. I went on meetup.com and registered for different groups and different meetups in my area like I just registered um last night too for this hula this hula activity is like a dance like a hula dance um on the green and in a town very close by and there's only a couple girls that do and it's like this free interactive thing where you can learn how to hula like you know how they do with all these different tricks and stuff And I was like, that is fucking awesome. I want to do that. Like, I wanted to finally, for once, branch out and do different things. Now, me before meditating, me before listening to love would have just been like, nope, I can only do business activities that are going to help further my business. Now, would I have known that doing Lyft or doing Hula or doing all of these things, you know, if I was in that old mentality, I wouldn't have chosen to do these things because I would have said, well, that's not going to get me anywhere closer to being successful in my business. And, um, but since I didn't have that mentality and since I've been listening to love, 
all of these different things have been opening up to me. I've been realizing, holy shit, like I don't want to be this online influencer who just does Facebook Lives and has these groups of women who pay me every month that I don't even really know. No, that is not my mission in this world. And the only reason I fell into that for a, a while was because that's all I was allowing myself to see. I was only allowing myself to see that because that's what the majority of people are doing as coaches online. They're just coaches online. And then they're coaches online for so long and then they start doing other things. But what I didn't realize is that's not my path. My path is to do other things and then become a coach online. Or that's something at least similar to what I think my path should be. Um, But I'm keeping my options open. So doing this... I want to call it like a cleanse from social media has helped me realize that I really just want to be a speaker. I want to help other groups of women become leaders because that is how we're going to change the world. It's not going to be the amount of people that I specifically talk to, but more of like a Tony Robbins level of shit. It's like, yeah, I'm this amazing leader, but I help other women become amazing leaders too so that collectively we can change the consciousness of this world. And I, I got to take the pride away from it. It doesn't need to be like me, the famous person who's so amazing like Tony Robbins. Like it doesn't need to be that. But my main goal is like to change more people's lives. And the only way I'm going to do it is to help women become better leaders to help them change other people's lives. And so I've been doing a lot of shifting lately because I've been listening to love more and not fear. Fear was having me listen to like, oh, well, you have to be an online influencer and you have to have so many followers and you have to have this type of audience in order to reach like what? No, I want to work with women in my area who have no freaking idea how to pursue their dreams, but I can help them. Right? Like that is more my mission and not knocking anybody whose mission it is to be an online coach to just help people individually. Not knocking that at all because I need that for me and a lot of other people need that too. So basically what I hope you guys take from today's episode is just live. (laughs) Literally just live and just love. And if meditation is something that you've never tried or even you haven't been able to get into it that much, I suggest just trying. Just doing something and creating a practice that you can do regularly, even if it's just like something like yoga or praying or just being silent for a a period of time. Um, That's how I used to meditate for a while as I would just literally sit in silence and breathe. You can do guided meditations, you can do silent meditations, you can do breathing exercises, something that's going to help you connect to yourself or nature. So sometimes maybe even just going for a walk in the quiet and just being intentional to listen to the birds, to listen to the sounds, going to the beach, listening to the ocean, um, or even just meditating and pretending that you're at the beach. If you like work a nine to five job and you feel like, oh, I can't just freely go to the beach and I can't just freely do all these things. Well, you can, you can in your mind. And that is just as powerful. So that's why I like these guided meditations and, and specifically this guy, Aaron Doty, because one of his meditations really was something similar to, okay, tap in, listen to, pretend you're on a beach, listen to the waves, 
smell the air what does it feel like on your skin and like I could literally visualize and feel the tightness of my skin you know when you go into the ocean you get all the salt on you from the salt water and then you lay out in the sun and it dries and then you feel like all tight because of all the salt that's on you I was literally envisioning that and feeling it and so just doing something like that even if you're on your break at work even if you're in the bathroom at work I don't care what it is do not make excuses because that is not helping you okay and trust me I've been in a corporate job and I felt like oh my god this is just wasting my time but really the only thing that was wasting my time was me thinking I was wasting my time was me avoiding all of the lessons and experiences that I could have been taking in by being grateful for my situation by actually appreciating the things that I had that is the only thing that is wasting your time and if you stopped thinking about all the things that you know are wasting your time or the things that are getting in your way from doing x y and z that you think would actually make you happy if you stop doing that you'll actually get to x y and z faster because you'll be open to love and you'll be open to receiving from the universe these little signs and nudges that help push you towards that faster And literally, that's what happened to me. So because I got distracted with my daughter being sick, I had decided at some point, hey, you know what? I am going to be leaving my job by this time. We're going to be doing X, Y, and Z. I've just decided. And I came up with like a, a BS back backup plan as to how it was going to happen. But it didn't matter because I was just so sure that it was going to happen. I started speaking about it. I started feeling it. I was already grateful for it. I was excited about it. And then, yeah, it didn't happen the way that I expected it to. But that's exactly my point. Like, because I was open to it, when my daughter did get really sick, I was able to tap in and realize that this is the time. So yes, you weren't able to do the things that you thought you were going to do, such as buying my house and <laughs> taking out a larger loan for security. But I knew because I was listening to love and I knew because I had decided, hey, it's March, it's almost April and April's when I said I was going to be leaving and my daughter's been sick and in the hospital, I'm out of vacation time. I really want to be home with her. I think this is the time. I think this is my way out. And I've could've, I could have stayed in fear and been so worried about my daughter's health that, um, or, or financially, I could have been so worried financially that I just stayed in my job and just kept taking more time off, which would have been more of a burden financially, but not what I thought at the time. Or what I did was just stay in love and just have faith that something was going to happen and something was going to take care of me and the universe had my back. And so that's what I did and that's what I've been doing. And anytime I've gotten back into that fear mode, yes, everything felt like it was crashing down. I felt like I was losing everything, but that's only a feeling because you're stuck in fear. And I can tell you specifically from my own experience that even when you feel like everything's crashing down, the universe actually is working out for you. You're just not receiving what the universe is trying to tell you because you're worried. You're thinking about how it's affecting you. You're upset about it not being your specific plan that you planned out and now oh my god what am I going to do and you're not trusting you don't have faith that this is actually a part of the plan and it's there for a reason and it's actually benefiting you 
So if you can start changing your mindset as to, you know, like how is the universe actually benefiting me right now? What is actually this doing for my favor right now? You're going to see so many opportunities. You're going to feel so much more grateful. You're going to feel more in control of your life and the faith and the safety, the security is just going to come naturally. So I love the idea of meditation because it is one of those things that just gets you closer to that high vibe energy. And it's something that you can do intentionally every single day. You can do it for five minutes. You can do it for 10 minutes. You can do it twice a day. You can just do it once. You can do it in the middle of the day. You don't need to do it in the morning. Or you can do it at night, which is when I was doing it because I, I, you know, everybody was in bed. I was already laying down. I was already in a relaxed position and it allowed me to really be present. And then some days I would do it in the morning. The key is to just do whatever works for you. Get rid of these stigmas and these rules about how it works best and how you should do it. And this person said they did it this way and so that is the best. And this person's an expert so they know better. So I should just do it the way. No. You are the expert of your life. So if you feel like you do have excuses, if you feel like you do have objections and obstacles in your life, that's okay. You don't need to completely get rid of excuses and be like, well, no, screw that. I'm saying no to everything. I'm going to do everything for myself and screw everybody else. Like, You don't need to go to that extreme. You could literally just be like, okay, so I think it's too hard to meditate during the day at work. Or, okay, I think it's too hard to meditate first thing in the morning. Okay, I don't really want to wake up super early to get my workout in and to do meditation. Is that what works best for most people? Yeah. But can I say that that means that that's you? No. Because the thing that pisses me off is the most. The thing that pisses me off the most is this generalization, right? And doctors do it all the time. And I think I was really made aware to this when my daughter was sick, that this generalization of like, well, 90% of kids respond this way. So we're just going to assume that she's part of that and then we'll try something else if she's not. Well, like, uh, that kind of bothered me because it's like, well, how do you know she's not the 10%? And how do I know that you're not the 10% that this doesn't work for? I don't and you don't and nobody else does. So just literally do whatever you feel like is better. So if you think that you have too many things going on in your life, when do you think you can fit it in? Just do that. And then what's going to happen when you start giving yourself the freedom to do shit like that is you're going to figure out when it does actually work best for you. You're going to go, okay, no, I can only do it at lunch at work. And then you're going to try it at lunch at work. And you're going to be like, well, you know what? This is actually kind of distracting. Maybe I could do it at night. Okay, try to do it at night. Well, you know what? I'm kind of tired. Maybe I really could wake up early in the morning. And that's how you'll naturally find out if you are part of that 90% of people who work better like this. By removing the stigma, the rules, all the bullshit that comes along with like, oh, create healthy habits, do a morning routine. Like, yeah, it benefits you, but you have to be the one to want it. You can't be told to do it and that it's the best thing because, especially if you're somebody like me, because anytime I hear that something is good and you should do something, I immediately feel resistance. And maybe that's a flaw of mine, but... The good thing about that being a flaw for me is I realize that it happens to other people, whether it's a flaw or not, we get to use it to our advantage. Okay, guys, so I want you to be a little bit more intentional 
Think of ways that you can connect deeper to yourself, to the universe, to nature, to animals. I don't know. Whatever you feel like drawn to that you want to be connected more to, even if it's another another person, just start being more intentional about connecting, being present. And if you want, try meditating. It's been the best thing for me. And I resisted it for so long because of that issue of mine. (laughs) Everybody says it's so good. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to do it. (laughs) So just try things. Just put yourself out there. Do different things. Stop worrying about like, oh, well, this probably won't be beneficial for my goal. Get rid of all of that bullshit because the things in life that give you the most experience, that give you those open doors to those things that you actually want, such as like me having a speaking career and me actually being one of those coaches like, you know, Rachel Hollis, who actually has shit going on in real life, not just online coaching, is doing these things from love and from joy and from pleasure and getting rid of the stigmas and the rules and just blowing all that shit up. You get to choose and have faith that like the things that you want to do that seem stupid to other people, like going and driving Lyft randomly or taking a hula class or deciding you want to start to learn how to play an instrument like in your 30s, that gets to be part of your vision. You know how many successful people who have listened to these like spiritual intuitive nudges that were like so silly at the time, such as doing an improv class actually benefited them in their career so many and this may be the thing that's actually holding you back is like you think okay well in order to become a better speaker i need to go take speaking classes no in order to become a better speaker you need to start talking to people that's it like so how can you start talking to more people go drive lift introduce yourself have conversations learn about different people go take a hula class (laughs) do things that scare you because speaking is scary. Get used to people judging you. Because people judge you. <laughs> How do you get used to people judging you? Go do shit that you are scared to do. Go sing karaoke. Go out with your friends if you never do. Start saying yes more to the things that inspire you. That make you feel like, oh, this should be fun. Or it could be fun. And start saying no more to the things that you feel like are draining you such as being there for everyone who may or may not appreciate it even if they do appreciate it if it's something that's draining you it's really not worth it not for you not that not for that person so that is all I wanted to tell you guys today I know it was a lot if you have any questions don't hesitate to reach out to me go check out Aaron Doty on YouTube. He's fantastic and can teach you actually a lot about manifestation and the law of attraction that's going to help you really put all of this together. Um, And maybe that's something I will talk about in the future as well. Who knows? Just going to listen to my intuitive nudges and do what I do. Bye for now, guys.